Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. again everyone. I'm CJ from Catherine James Creative. I'm the resident copywriter here at the Full of Words podcast and today I have the lovely Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy with me as usual in fact. How are you Sue? I'm really well. How are you? I'm very well as well. Thank you. Many lots of wells in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Interesting choice of words, actually, because today we're going to talk about a deep topic, I suppose, which is limiting beliefs. And Sue is going to talk us through the common limiting beliefs that she hears from people when talking about writing a book. And I think this is really interesting because we all have limiting beliefs. They come from all over the place and they're often, you often hear them in I can't or I won't or I shouldn't or you might say them to yourself. There's a We could have a whole conversation about the psychology behind it. But I think one of the best things you can do is probably to recognise them. Would you agree with that, Sue? Oh, definitely, because a lot of the times people don't. They don't Mm. actually recognise what's going on and that they even have a limiting belief. You know, like a perfect one is when someone will say, oh, you're so negative, and they go, no, I'm not. (laughs) They don't realise that they're negative. Yeah. Yeah, so. And I think that's exactly the first time that I became aware of them, couldn't even really tell you when, but sort of later in life. So I'd spent a lot of my time living with these ideas that I thought were true because I told them to myself and then realising, hey, if I'm the one saying them, I can actually change what I'm saying here, can't I? So I think that's the value of talking like this today is you might hear, listeners, you might hear something that you've said to yourself and you think, oh, okay, Perhaps that's a limiting belief based on what Sue said. Mm. So do you want to get started with uh, number one? Not in any particular order, I'm guessing, are they? They're just uh, the not really? No, not really. They're just, yeah, random. But I've got ten of them, but we're going to discuss today in this particular episode, I'll just discuss five and then we'll do the other five in another episode so that it's just a bit not too much in one big go. Yep. So the first one is I'm not good enough to write a book. Mm. Yeah, very, very common. And this belief actually stems from self-doubt and fear of failure. Mm, Of course. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, a lot of people have that. But, you know, what you've got to remember is that no one's a perfect writer. Mm. No one's born, you know, the most perfect anything, really. We all have to develop that skill no matter what it is. But in this particular instance, when it comes to writing, you just need to practice and from practice you learn and you get better at it. So, Mm. you know, the best way to overcome this particular belief is just to start writing small chunks and, you know, on a regular basis. So I have what I call a free 30-day writing challenge, which I highly recommend everyone do. It's, and I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's a great one to get you started. And it's just 15 minutes a day. Well, actually, it's 20 because you look at the picture for five minutes and then you write for 15. So 20 minutes a day. 
It's not a long time. Grab yourself a cuppa, piece of paper and a pen, and just every day for 20 minutes, do the challenge. It's a really great way to get you started. And all of a sudden, you you might feel like you're not good enough, but you will be. Mm. By the end of day 30, you'll, you'll be a real natural at it. So now I'm also a really big firm believer in using your own voice because a lot of these big traditional publishers like to completely rewrite your story and I completely disagree with that (laughs) because I think it should be your voice because it's your story. So, you know, you've got to remember that and put that into your writing and not be someone that you're not. Hmm. I don't know what your thoughts are, CJ, but that's... I think, and that's the beauty of working with a book coach, is that there's techniques and ways that you can make the text really readable and engaging while still keeping the core voice of the person who's writing it because you're working with them one-on-one. So I think definitely we've talked about it before, practice is something that's really important. And something I often think about with my copywriting is there's so many different ways to write the same sentence. You can write it one way and then you look at it and go challenge yourself to write it a different way or to write the words in a different order or to write it back to front see how it makes it different and then find what works for you you know just because it came out that one way doesn't mean that is the way you have to write I often just do a bit of a brain dump when I'm writing and it just something comes out it's like the grammar's not right it's just dreadful but I move things around and okay make it sound a little bit better yeah it's just just playing around with the words the same when I, I used to teach, you'd get people sitting in the room and then all of a sudden you'd, you'd, they'd have these really blank, nothing look on their face and be like, okay, so they haven't understood what I've said. No problem. I'll reword it. So I would reword it. And then mm-hmm. half the class would be like, oh, the penny would drop. So then I'd have to reword it again. <laughs> the other half of the class, the penny hadn't dropped for yet. And then all of a sudden, by the time, you know, I, I re worded it a few times they all got it and so it's it's exactly the same as you say in writing whether it's copywriting writing a book you need to just yeah and it's probably actually a good exercise to practice that's number one then I'm not good enough yeah I guess that's something we really want to say is that's a bit of a value judgment as well is who says what's good enough as well so you can either practice and know that you are honing the skill or also just say well who says I'm not good enough who is it (laughs) who is that and why are you saying that because the reason they're saying it is probably they've probably got the whole thing wrong so you are good enough that's right they're wrong we're right (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) love it okay moving on to number two no one will want to read what I have to say it's yeah. a big, big one as well. well. They're all big. This limiting belief actually comes from a feeling um, that you don't think that you're valuable enough or unique enough. And I'm here to tell you that you are because every single one of us has a unique perspective and experience. And sharing that through writing is really important for a few reasons. You know, one, it's And I'm a big believer of getting these words out because they actually help you heal. But it's also knowing that those words and the experiences you've been through is actually helping someone else. Mm. Imagine if you actually 
wrote such an amazing story that you've actually changed someone's life mm. by reading your story. I mean, how would that make you feel? Yeah. Amazing, wouldn't you, knowing that you've made an impact on someone's life? Absolutely, yeah. Is it possible, I guess, that you may never know that the difference you've made and the only thing you can say is that, well, if I don't write it, I'm definitely not going to make a difference to anyone? Exactly, exactly right. Now, you could be very lucky where that person actually, and, and I mean, if you put your details inside the book, then they, you know, so like an email or the website. So if you put your website, they can then contact you through your website. And, you know, people have, you know, actually messaged people saying, my goodness, I read your book and you've actually made a huge difference in my life. I mean, I remember reading Angry Anderson's book. Oh, yeah. I remember reading his book, an amazing book, an amazing story. I actually wrote him a letter. Oh, cool. Tell him the impact that his book had on me. So we do do it and people do write letters or maybe not write letters anymore, but they they probably email (laughs) (laughs) or, yeah, send your message through social media, whichever. But so that will come back to you If, if someone... If you've really struck a chord with someone and made a big difference, you'll hear from them. Yeah, I agree. And I think definitely I understand completely that feeling. I think that's a really sneaky one. It kind of like bubbles below the cert. No one's going to want to read this. But it also you can kind of say, well, does it matter? Like I want to write it, so I'm going to write it. And if no one's interested, it doesn't matter. Perfect example is my very first book, which is what got me into what I'm doing today is about anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. I did it because it was the thing that I was going through personally. And I initially started writing that just for me to help me. And as I was writing it, I went, oh my goodness, you know, like I was just taking notes and research, but then I went, I should turn this into a book because what if it helps someone else? Yeah. I mean, I've sold lots of copies of it, so I know that I've obviously helped people because they've bought the book. Yeah. So people will want to write it, read it. Yeah. So that's why you need to write it. Yes. (laughs) Okay, the next one. I don't have time to write a book. (laughs) Oh, I get that a lot. But, yeah, I don't have time. Really? Sounds very reasonable, doesn't it? Like it's, it's almost like a logical thing. Yeah, but it's the same as I'm in business, but I don't have time for marketing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you don't market your business, then guess what? No one's going to know about you. It's the same as if you don't have time to write the book, you're never going to get it finished and you're never going to be able to get it published and help someone else because you've written that book. So you just need to set time. And honestly, you don't need to do like, go, okay, I need to now focus all my time on the book. No, because that that will overwhelm you. Just do little chunks. Like even if it's 10 minutes a day, grab yourself a cuppa, sit down, write for 10 minutes while you're having your cuppa. And all of a sudden you start getting into a habit and then it does start to then kick in and you go, oh, my goodness, I'm so excited about doing this, that you'll add more time and you'll do more which is great. So you do have time. And really stop and think about what the end goal is about your book. Like what is the end goal? And work towards that. Is it to help other people? Is it to give your business credibility? Is it to 
be a book that you sell at the back of the room when you're running a workshop. They are great reasons to write books. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Hey, number four, writing a book is too difficult. (laughs) Now, I'm here to say it's not easy. It really is not easy. And I'm going to be upfront. There's no point me sugarcoating and saying, yeah, it's, yeah, anyone can do it. It's, you know, I mean, most people can do it if they set their mind to it. But you need to know how to do it. And this is where you need guidance and support. And someone like a book coach like myself that can guide you and hold you accountable and show you step by step how to do it to get it done. Can you do it on your own? Of course you can. Might take you longer because I know when I did it the very first time, I really wished I would have had a, you know, someone like myself to help me. Mm. It would have been so much easier. But I did it on my own. It took a fair bit, but you can try and do it on your own. If you can stay disciplined and motivated, then I highly recommend that you do it. But you need to have someone to even if it's just friends and family that hold you accountable, but after a while they'll give up. Yeah, (laughs) and I think if you go back over our podcast, we've certainly spent a a bit of time giving, and Sue's been very generous with her ideas on how to get started, where to start, what sort of structure and that sort of thing. So you could easily just go back and listen to our podcasts on getting started and how to structure it. But I think since we're talking about the limiting belief that whole word of limiting is if you believe it's going to be hard, then you're going to stop yourself from doing it, aren't you? Exactly. So exactly. Like you're saying, it's not easy. Of course it's not because it's a labour of love. You're doing something very, it's, you know, a lot of words that you're getting out there. But that doesn't mean that you should stop yourself from doing it because it might be challenging. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, me personally, I love a challenge. As in I love challenging myself. Yeah, I'm always going, well, you know, like even with my walking, oh, I did 8,000 steps today. Well, I can do 8,500 tomorrow. So, you know, I'm always challenging myself to do better. Same with writing. Oh, I've only written 500 words today. Okay, well, tomorrow let's add another 100 to that. So it can be done. Okay, number five. So the last one for this episode. I don't know enough about writing to write a book. Well, many people do believe that they need to have a degree in writing or some kind of formal training. Okay, yeah. No, you don't. No. You don't. Okay, it is a craft and it is a bit of a skill to learn how to write, but, you know, if you can speak, <laughs> you can write. You don't have to actually type it or write it. You can actually transcribe it if you really want to. So you can't tell me that you are not good enough to write. We all have a story and we all have a unique story within us that is, you know, as we've said, either going to help heal us or someone else. So it's just really, really important to, yeah, just write. And by doing that, you actually do get to develop the skills and you do get better. It's like anything. We practice and we get better at it. The more we practice, the better we get. So just recommend you practice, practice, practice. And I think you are good enough. CJ, I'm sure you do too. You are good enough to write. Oh, absolutely. I think that's when I talk to people, that's something I say, you know, maybe you're in business, but you're not a writer. Doesn't mean you can't write. It just means that if you're smart, you are identifying where you want to put your time and what you want to do. 
So anyone who, I believe the same, anyone who can formulate the sentence and has an idea has got something to say that they can put it into words. I do believe definitely that the more input you get from a book coach, the better the end product is going to be and the more you will have grown through the process as well. So I think sometimes for me the difficult bit is writing something and then if it's personal, getting feedback on it. So I don't mind when I'm doing copywriting, I'll write anything. You know, if the client doesn't like it, great, I can reword it. I can do it in a different way that they will like. Just need to find out what that is. But if you're writing something personal, sometimes that can be a little bit harder to take the feedback on. So that's why I think it's really valuable to have someone as a book coach guiding you through the process. Because I think if you've already got these limiting beliefs, they will pop up again during the process, won't they? You'll get stuck or you'll get a bit of writer's block and it'll be, you're not good enough to write this book, I told you, the little voice will say. Exactly. (laughs) And we know what we say to that voice, don't we? (laughs) I'll grab that cask of wine and go down to the dam or the river or wherever. You go (laughs) down there and you enjoy yourself while I sit here and keep writing. Yeah. Tell it to go away, in other words. That's right, exactly. You go away because I am good enough. (laughs) So do you find um, in your work then, so people will come along to you wanting to write a book but they will almost have these limiting beliefs coming along for the ride with them. So while they've got to the point where they've reached out, they've gone, yes, I want to do it and I'm going to I'm going to do it, but they they still haven't have quite not let go of some of these beliefs. Do you find that happens a bit? Yes, yes, definitely do. And I have different little processes to help get through that. So ah, well, that's interesting. Yeah, because I guess I'd, I'd thought well, once you know, sometimes it's like when you decide to do the thing or whatever it is, you suddenly feel like you've almost done it. Like, yeah, I'm there. Like I've decided to now, you know, I mean, how many gym memberships have people signed up for? And then you just don't go, but you're like, I've still got the membership. I could go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But So you find that people still, even though they have decided to do something, will find that the limiting beliefs come along for the ride. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, until we work on that, we still will have limiting beliefs. We need to really work on what they are and just, as I say, work through it and get rid of them once and for all. And, you know, they may still creep back in every now and again, and they do, but you need to just go, oh, hang on, no, 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 you're not welcome here, go away. But, you know, knowing and being aware that they're there and being able to then go, no, sorry, but I've got this and you're not welcome here anymore, go away. That's right. Okay, well, so that's our first five. I think if these have resonated with you, reach out to Sue. You can contact her through the Full of Words podcast email, which is on all the show notes, or just directly. I know Sue shares a lot of information about these sorts of things on on Facebook and on her social medias and things. So I think if you these are familiar to you, and I'm sure they will be, then reach out and share that information because the more we do, the more we recognise the limiting beliefs, the more you hear them again when they pop up in your head or you hear somebody else saying, I can't do that, you recognise them in other people and you can help them overcome it. Yes, exactly right. So, yes, no, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, it's been great and I'm really happy to have been able to share this and I look forward to sharing the next five in the next episode.
Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Sue, and thank you, listeners, and we'll chat to you again on the next episode. Fantastic. Thank you. Look forward. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.